tell you what the alien agenda is. And it's going to sound very familiar. The alien agenda is the complete takeover of this planet, the killing off of five, six, to seven eighths of the world's population by the year 2029. The whole blood drinking ceremony of the satanic world. Wall Street, the Illuminati. Children are being killed for their bone marrow. The end of the world as we know it. This one world government, this one world economy. America will always choose independence and cooperation over global governance, control and domination. Hello guys and welcome back. It's Apocalypse Live radio show brought to you by Red Circle and Spotify. Big show planned today. We got a couple big things to talk about. I hope you enjoy the show. Make sure you share the show. Go subscribe on our YouTube channel where we post up little clips and things here and there from the show. And of course, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and so on and so forth. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find Apocalypse Live. And uh, I appreciate you tuning in. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the show. It's Apocalypse Live podcast brought to you by Red Circle. Um, we got some stuff we're going to get to right out of the gate here. Um, hope everybody's been well. Um, appreciate you hanging in there, waiting on another podcast to come out. Uh, we're back. We're live. Um, we're going to, if you listen to old podcasts of mine, then you've probably heard me talk about the death camps going on in China, right? In the mountains of China with the Uyghurs. Um, the Uyghurs, of course, being a... Uh, ethnic group out of the Muslim community and um, they're being put in these camps in the mountains uh, for forced slave labor Um, there's a lot of allegations that Apple has funded these camps heavily and are have iPhones being produced out of these camps from slave labor um, which is just terrible Um, and, and it's it really is you know we've our government's gotten you know, drone footage of these camps, you know, when you look, you look at the the pictures they got of these camps and it's, these are concentration camps. This is not a, this, this is a recreation of the Nazi camps. You know, the only things that we're not, you know, we're not seeing some of those dark and demented, you know, gas chambers and a lot of those Nazi visuals that you would get out of the World War II um, concentration camps. But that's not, that's not the point, is it? You know, I've heard a lot of people on the news, you know, when, when if mainstream media were to ever cover the genocide of the Uyghurs, but in the event that they do, it's always, you know, well, if, you know, they, they're saying these are concentration camps, but, you know, these are just work camps for these people. It's like you're, you're breaking down evil and trying to rationalize it and go, well, it's not, it's not Hitler's camps, so it's not as bad when... Again, missing the whole point, right? These are concentration camps with, and, and again, these are the same liberal news media sites that are backing Black Lives Matter and all these groups that are against, oppo- you know, uh, uh, you know, turning on a certain group of people. I don't want to just bear it down to race because at this point it's, it's, you know, vaxxed versus the unvaxxed. It's black versus white. It's Democrat versus Republican. I mean, our country is... Our country is folding at every point it, sir, it can, and it's turning into one big socialist melting pot, and it, it's not good. And you know they're they're trying to put some kind of twist on the Olympics that are supposed to be in Beijing, and you know I'm really kind of shocked that not more countries are coming out and saying you know we're not doing the Olympics here. You guys are are you you guys have death camps. But that's the normality of today, right? That's how normal everything is. They're constantly uh, engulfing us in fear. And 
we're just having, you know, they're, they're, they're giving us fear and then teaching us how to cope with it their way, which just numbs us, it normalizes us to the fear and, and opens up room for them to bring in more fear. I mean, we all have heard this ever since COVID started. We've all heard the, these terms, right? Gaslighting, um, fear mongering, war gaming, right? These are all things that the news media collectively does as a whole. Okay, China has death camps. The news media won't even cover it like they're death camps. It's insane. So, I get I don't know. I guess uh, the Olympics are still going to happen there. I no again. You see the news headline and it says something about you know something about the the Olympics in China despite genocide. So I click this news story, right? This is Fox News, right? The news story I'm looking at is coming from Fox News. And I, I scroll and I scroll and I scroll and I, I don't see shit about death camps or genocide. How is that not the top story, right? Any, any other time in history, that would have been the top story on a global level. So, speaking of China, because I do want to get to this. All right, this is a headline out of the news. It says, China, Russia, North Korea reportedly have successful hypersonic missile tests on heels of America's failure. Or sorry, America's failure. So what does that tell you? Well, it's something that I've not only complained about in the past, in the past I mean in the past year to two years, which in my opinion is the deterioration of this country at full force. This country has been... This country has been deteriorating on a slow rate since about the Bush senior era. Okay, because you could go back as far as Reagan, but I'm a big Reagan fan. I don't think Reagan, I think Reagan got sideswiped and intentionally put a lot of this New World Order shit into motion without realizing it. Because, you know, along with Trump, Reagan was a populist president. And, he, you know, he, he's not going to usher in all this. You know, Bush Sr. was on TV saying that we're going to have a new world order, right? There's clips of him saying that in verbatim. I mean, that's word for word. And uh, I do, I think that Bush Sr. kind of brought a lot of these policies and a lot, and, you know, a lot of these people, right? A lot of these officials that got put into office. And, and we're living in a time now where you look around at, at local government, which is where nobody ever paid attention. And that's going to be, or is already, I think, our biggest downfall as populist freedom, or, or the populist freedom movement, that is. Never paid attention to local government. But now it's biting us in the ass, because local government, especially with COVID, okay, Biden, you know, we know Biden's a puppet, right? But this whole, oh, you, you know, I'm going to federally mandate this, and we're going to federally do this, we're going to federally, federally do that, you know, while you're doing that, you've got George Soros, who I'm, I'm sure you're sick of hearing about, and frankly, so am I. But at the end of the day, this is fact, and you've got these George Soros-appointed lawyers and, you know, these state officials, and, and what, meanwhile, Biden's like, no, it's federal, it's federal. And then as soon as all these people are put in place, all these pieces are where they need to be, Biden all of a sudden takes a beeline recently and goes, well, you know, we're going to leave it up to the states. Oh, so you're gonna position everybody in the states of your of your power that got you know that Democrats control, which are some of the most rundown cities, riddled with crime. You know, everybody's talking about a crime wave. Where the fuck is that coming from? These are all Democrat cities. With all these Soros appointed lawyers, judges. That's what they've done. They've they've infiltrated our state government. They've infiltrated our schools. They've inf well, Chad, who's they? Who's they? Who's this they entity? You know who they is. If you've listened, especially if you've listened to my podcast before, you know who they is. They is a corporate consortium. Okay, uh, uh, companies, corporations have gotten bigger than our government. They're in cahoots with. I don't want to say in cahoots. That's such a lazy. Isn't that such a YouTuber thing to say? Right? YouTuber conspiracy guy. You just, you know, they're all in cahoots. Follow the money. It's sad that that's actually a reality these days, right? I mean, you follow the money. 
And, um, you know, wh- where does that take you? You know, I'm, I'm in a transitional period studio-wise right now, so I can't, you know, do any screen sharing with Zoom right now or anything like that. But as, you know, I would show you. I mean, you can Google this yourself if Google will let you. You know, which I'll get to the Google censorship when I talk about mass uh, formation psychosis, which is fun. But you can Google this and you can follow, you know, well, it's not even really follow the money more so than follow the companies. Follow the companies and the stockholders and the people who have a lot of control and a lot of pull and basically own a lot of these companies without being the face. And honestly, one big pyramid and one big spider web of companies and you end up at the same two companies. Right, your Vanguard and your BlackRock. Uh, you know, if if you ain't went down that rabbit hole yet, you know, maybe I'll do a separate episode about that. You know, or you can go look it up yourself. That's something that uh that that's interesting to look at is how many companies really exist under the same umbrella of two companies. And then you look at who right, you look at the spider web of you know, what what have we been dealing with for the past two years? Or fifteen days flat in the curve which has really been two years. Two years to flatten the curve and everybody has to get vaccinated or apparently you're racist, according to Trudeau. We're going to get to that. Okay? But what, what have we dealt with? It's been medical, right? It's all medical. And why? How brilliant is that? How brilliant? Everybody's so, you know, because you got one or two sides out there. Either you're wearing six masks and you're virtue signaling and, and gaslighting everybody into taking vaccines that you don't even fucking know work. Or you're super radical conservative and according to Biden, you're a, everybody stormed and tried to take the capital and you're a terrorist. It's the only two people we got in the country right now. Um, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about, but, and at that point, let's laugh at the Biden January 6th stuff too, which I, I plan to get to as well. Um, I got a lot, man. It's been so long since I've done a podcast and actually been on the air. Um, but I, I was spiraling off from America just being weak, you know, but what is that doing? What is America doing when they're weak? Okay. Places like China, places like Russia, places, you know, North Korea, who Trump had, all three of which Trump had in check. You know, there's, you can say what you want about Trump. I'm not going to sit and harp on the Trump administration. You know, if he runs again, we'll, we'll bring him back. But other than that, until he stops, you know, walking around and telling everybody they need to get vaccinated, I mean... <laughs> he's not got he's not got my support quite yet. You know, he didn't have my support, you know, at first anyways. He had to earn it. I, I didn't trust him. He had to earn it. But he, he he's lost that trust again. These vaccines are not good for you. These vaccines are horrible. I mean, there's I'm not going to keep arguing vaccines with people. But we're get, we're going to get to the covid shit here in a bit. But China I mean, China's been waiting on their opportunity. They've been waiting on their shot to get, you know, give us a taste of our own medicine. You know, China plays the slow game. I think we've all established that. China plays the 10, 20 year game. America plays the come blow your shit up now game. And it worked for a long time. And in my opinion, it still works. But we've got the wrong people in charge. Our president, his family, they're owned by China. They're owned by China. And again, you can follow that money trail if you'd like with uh, Hunter Biden and his million dollar paintings that suck. You know, there's a lot of money there that, that isn't being accounted for that nobody wants to talk about. If it was Trump, though, he'd be facing his fifth impeachment. It, uh, man. But anywho, let's check this out a little bit. It says North Korea announced the completion of. Successful hypersonic weapons tests adding to the list of agitators that continue to advance while America has stumbled in an area that has fast become the most important indicator of modern military capability. The Wednesday launch marks the second successful test of a hypersonic missile by North Korea and the second test in two months. Um, the new test provides North Korea the new test proves North Korea has no intention of backing down and disarming and will instead press with the plans to modernize its arsenal. Um, the U.S. last completed a successful hypersonic weapons test in September, but a follow-up test in October ended in failure, adding a possible delay to weapon to full weapons testing until later in 2022, reported by, how do you say that, Reuters? 
Reuters, that's it, Reuters. Um, you know, wow, right? Where are we at here? What what if what is progressive woke mentality gotten us? Other than no, you know, other than all American entertainment just being woke shit. Woke progressive nonsense. And we all know it, right? But but we can is that you know how detrimental to us is is entertainment, you know? It sucks. But it ain't going to result in a collapse of a country. A collapse of, a, of one of the greatest markets, greatest economies on the planet and military now. So so what, what does that mean? You know, this is what wokeism has got us. And we knew this was coming. We knew this was coming. You know, when even when Trump was in office, we knew this was coming. You know, Trump had a, a handle on North Korea testing missiles, right? He, and you can't argue that. You cannot argue that. He also had a handle on China. You know, again, I'm a policy guy when it comes to politics. I am a policy guy, not an emotional guy. I'm not an emotional voter, which is what most everybody is now. You know, Trump's mean. We need Biden because he's a pussy. Okay. Okay. This is what we get. A year of inflation, you know, and of course, you know, you listen to the news, oh, the supply chain's getting better. Getting better? You lock, you can't lock down a, a first world superpower like America and expect the third world to not starve, okay? The starvation rates, and again, I've covered this. The starvation rates from the lockdowns in some of these first world countries detrimental to biblical proportions the starvation rates but nobody gives a shit that's where we're at nobody gives a shit i mean you could i could sit here and cover this stuff all day long nobody gives a shit you know china and russia they're testing stuff that could reach our country but biden you know what's biden doing attacking the vax or the, or the unvaxed you know it's insane. Um, we got, let's see. What else we got here? We got new lockdowns. I watched this video yesterday. Um, it's fascinating. I guess it's, what is it, the Prime Minister of uh, Australia, the North Territory of Australia? Where is this at here? You know, I, I listened to it and I played I played the clip for somebody I was with and it, it was it gave us both chill bumps to listen to this draconian nonsense. Because that's what it is. It's authoritarianism. You know, creating these draconian lockdowns for people. You know, and I, I was listening to the new guidelines being laid out yesterday by uh, or the day before yesterday. Um by the head of the North Territory in Australia. And uh you know, don't leave your house. You know, he said exercising outside for an hour is not permitted if you're unvaccinated. You know, they they had you at a point where it was only five reasons for you to leave your house, right? Now it's three. And they, he made it a point to say that he's like, you're, you're if you're unvaxxed, you now have only three reasons why you can leave your house. Medical care is one of them, which is redundant. Um. It's just this constant attack at the unvaccinated. Constant attack at the unvaccinated. You know, and that's that's what we're seeing globally. That's what we're seeing worldwide. Okay? Build back better. Worldwide slogan. Vaccines. Worldwide. Isn't that, is that not weird to anybody but me? You know, there's certain things that I feel like really kind of bother me that I look around at the news and, you know, the podcast world and you know, the political realm, and, and nobody seems to care. When, since when is it, I get that it is a global pandemic. I get that. I get that, and you're not allowed, of course, you're not allowed to point fingers at who, who you think started it, right? It's racist. Everything's racist. You know, unvaccinated, racist. But you, you, <laughs> I, I don't know, dude, this shit, it, 
everybody everybody takes the same vaccines. Everybody signs the same fucking deals with all these vaccine companies. And I'm not going to sit here and I don't care if it's a money grab. Oh, it's all it's all about the money. It's all Pfizer and and you know, you know, you know Pfizer makes, you know, million dollars a second. Did you know that? People tell me that all the time. Do you know that? Yeah, I don't care about that. I've never cared. We know Big Pharma is the fucking enemy. This is this is what are we, what is this 2003? What we're seeing now with these vaccines is so much bigger than that. It's so much bigger than that. You know? And if you're vaccinated, by the way, there's one thing that we have in common. I am not vaccinated. There's one thing that that the unvaxxed and the vaxxed have in common. And that's that they're never tr- they're never fully vaxxed. They're never fully vaxxed. A, a phrase that I've coined in the past few days is that if you want to know what they're doing right now, they're poisoning the stupid, blaming the smart. Poisoning the stupid. They're poisoning the sheep and blaming the thinkers. That's what they're doing. And that's what they've been doing. We know that. This is not new. So let's... uh Let's see. This is in European countries for Omicron. Uh, let's see. From Saturday onwards, face masks must be worn outdoors when socially distancing of two meters cannot be maintained. Quote, this will affect Austri- Austrian ski resorts where social distancing of this sort is difficult. Unquote. Um, quote, proof of vaccination will be also required in all shops in Austria for uh, from next week. The rule changes are in response to a surge in Omicron cases with 8,269 total COVID cases reported on Thursday. Meanwhile, Austria will also begin deactivating the validity of COVID passes after six months in an effort to force everyone to get the booster shot. See, so what, <laughs> they've got us, guys. They've already got us. Okay? They've got us in the grips. This is no longer a rollout. It's here. So you get your vaccine, you're allowed to do something. But wait, now we have another vaccine because of a variant. A variant for, and, and, and the vaccine that we already had made for the variant. See, that's the thing, is they make all these vaccines before the fucking variant. How is that not a red flag? How is it just conspiracy theorists that want to go, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you have a vaccine ready to go? Ready to go for something before it's even out. The so-called green passes, which we've talked about in the past, right? The uh, vaccine passports. The so-called green passes will expire following a person's last dose from February, with this period ha- uh, having been reduced from nine months. The announcement was made days after people who have only had one dose of the vaccine lost all their green pass privileges. As I said, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated have one thing in common. Never truly vaccinated. I mean, it's it's just crazy. You know, you could go through and read headlines. You could go through and read headlines. Here's one. Philippines president threatens non-jabbed with prison time. Prison time. If you don't want to get the vaccination. So, let's see. The Austrian government is hiring people to hunt down vaccine, vaccine refusers in advance of a mandatory vaccination law which takes effect from February. I'll, I'll read that quote one more time for you. To hunt down vaccine refusers. Holy shit. Every time I read this, I get scared. I know I'm in America. I know we live here. But if you've been paying attention to this whole process, all right? If you've listened to any of my previous COVID podcasts, I've already broke this down. Others have broke this down. Okay, the squeeze and release, right? They've been doing it the whole time. And by the way, the worry, the reason why I'm worried while living here is because, like I said, you watch, watch the global news, not just our news. Don't just watch CNN. Watch what's going on in other countries. They test it here or they test it somewhere over there and then they roll it over here and then they roll it over there after they test it here. And then they, this is insane, insane. District judge uh, orders FDA to quicken release of 
Pfizer documents, the Pfizer vaccine docs. So again, you know, that's something else too, is that they're, you know, the Pfizer is being investigated. They've been uh, ordered to release, you know, do document dumps, which is going to take about 50 years to actually get them all out. It's a month to month basis. They asked for 75 years, which I find uh, very odd. And uh, as do a lot of other people, but I mean, they released these documents and the first round of documents that came out, you're looking at thousands of deaths correlated to the vaccine, but don't talk about it. Whatever you do, don't talk about it. All right. So where are we at? Where are we at? The unvaccinated in Austria could also be in prison. There we go. Imprisoned for a year under an administrative law that would force them to pay for their own internment so they're going to if you refuse the vaccine they're going to imprison you and then they're going to make you pay for it but man trump can't have a wall built and make mexico pay for it can he but they can fucking lock you into a, a fucking covid camp make you pay the fucking bills that's fun yeah that's fun all right where else are we here let's see interview with robert malone that was fun i don't know if any of you guys checked that out um, if we got any Joe Rogan experience watchers out there, uh, I know I'm a big fan. I think Rogan uh, is taking a big stand against this vaccine nonsense, and I'm, you know, if anybody needs to do it, it's him. I mean, he's got some of the highest views in the planet when it comes to entertainment. I mean, his podcast reaches billions uh, when it's all said and done. You know, he had, he had uh, Dr. Robert Malone on his podcast last week, and if uh, you need to check that out. If you've got any kind of vaccine wonders or questions or you want to know what the fuck is going on here, you need to watch that. You know, that one, you know, he talks to, a bit about um, mass, what was it, mass formation psychosis, I believe is what it's called. And uh, fascinating enough, I tried to actually pull some stories uh, on the topic to cover today on, on the show. And what was interesting, I was telling somebody yesterday, um about Google um, censoring the search for mass formation psychosis and, and shadow banning results, which we've seen for years now. This is not new. I mean, I'm not even a big podcaster or anything. I've seen my stuff get removed and censored and shadow banned. I've seen the proof. It's quite, it's quite terrifying. But uh, I tried to find some stories, and uh, what do you know? I found one story that was an approved site by Google, and by the medical fact checkers. And uh, after that, it was just a bunch of solar system shit. I couldn't find I was on page five before I gave up. If I see one more page, it said how the moon was formed. I was going to throw my laptop against the wall. So they're doing it. Um, I'm going to grab a break. And I'm going to come back. And we're going to talk a little bit about said mass formation psychosis. And uh, the lack of information that I found on it. And how alarming that is for Google censorship, internet censorship, and the kill switch that we've known was coming for years now. Um, so yeah, fucking stick around. I'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to the show, the podcast, the program, whatever the fuck. Uh, Alright, so when I went to break, I was talking about mass formation psychosis. And of course, I tried to find some stories, as I said, um, just to kind of go over it. And kind of, you know, a lot of people, you're going to start hearing this. You're going to start hearing this said. You know, Joe Rogan, again, reaches millions of people on an episode base. And a lot of people heard that. A lot of people, you know, Dr. Malone, he had on as a guest and he covered mass formation psychosis and basically said that the entire population is falling under that right now. And that explains a lot of the scientific nonsense that we've been hearing and seeing with COVID. And, you know, I believe it. I believe that that's happening because, and I, you know, not because I'm on the school of thought of 
you know, vaccines are bad, you know, Democrats are bad, and you know, yada, yada. It's not it. It, it all lines up. It all makes sense, right? The, a mass population of people falling under almost a hypnosis, because that's what it is. A lot of the techniques are hypnosis techniques, and it's like, you know, someone asked me the other day when I was talking to him about this, you know, well, is this all planned, or is this, can this just happen organically? Um, either way. It's we've seen both happen in history, and that's why I love that the left is starting to, to debate whether that even exists, whether mass formation psychosis even exists. And I think it's time we we stop. <laughs> you've heard a lot of these politicians say, "Hell, you've heard Biden say we choose truth over fact." What does that even mean? That we're we're muddying up facts, and we got to stop doing that. But that's a daily topical thing now. You know, the right wing says something's happening. The left wing takes the thing they said is happening and questions whether it even exists. That can't happen. Um, so mass formation psychosis, from what I took out of it, because again, Google censors, is censoring the, the shit out of it. I mean, I again, one, two pages that don't really help your, you know, help what you're looking for. And then everything after it was just stuff about space and the moon. Kind of eerily NASA bullshit um but yeah so mass formation psychosis basically the certain scenarios have to line up just right and will basically put an entire population for the most part under a trans and I know you're like that's crazy I thought the same thing but when you hear doctors explaining this to you explaining how it applies that is insane maybe maybe i will insert a clip of the mass formation psychosis it's insane you know every and everything's lined up right it was, it was you know i don't want to try to to explain it without having the stuff in front of me and butcher it but basically De, you know, we've been talking about how they've been de- demoralizing, right? In the past on podcasts, I've talked about the demoralization of a society in order to take control. So basically, in this instance, it is some huge ordeal, some big bad ordeal has to happen to you, um, like something like COVID, um, after you've been demoralized. Like you've been, you know, we had riots, we had this, we had that, we had Trump spiraling politics into fucking mayhem whether you agree with it or not the media has never been more bought out more sold out um and then on you know then we get covid you know training us to stay in our homes you know stay protected giving up all our freedoms um in the name of safety which is what we did give all your freedoms up in the name of safety i've never i'm not that old but i don't ever remember a time in my childhood or my youth where Americans were just ready, just not even just ready to give their freedoms up, wanting to give their freedoms up. That's that's where the trans has us. We're eager to give up our freedoms in the name of safety. When as men, I'll talk to the men out there, and you know who you are, okay? We take care of our own, right? That's what men do. We take care of our own whatever it takes. But at, at what cost? At what cost? Okay, when you look at the vaccine reactions, you look at all the, the studies coming out, the documents that Pfizer is trying to suppress, that when they can't suppress it any longer, we start to see, oh shit, there's a lot of deaths circulating around these vaccines. Oh shit, the highest hospital, you know, hospitalization rates are in the highest vaccinated you know, states in the United States or countries rather New Zealand, places like that, where these draconian lockdowns are happening. You know, you got to ponder on, on stuff like that. You know, this thing, this is one big Ponzi scheme. You know that. And the cost is, is lives of thousands, millions of people down the road. Um, I mean, I, you know, I've heard doctors, in interviews recently saying, you know, in 10 years, you're going to see millions dead 
from this vaccine. And these doctors are not politically driven. That's a scary thing to hear. That's a scary statement. <sighs> so, mass formation psychosis. So, so we had COVID. That was our thing. That was the, the detrimental thing that happened. And the government, you know, we'll, we'll call it the, the entity, the cabal, the government, whatever you want to call it. The corporate dictatorship, technocracy that's built on authoritarianism and a little bit, a little dash of socialism. And, that, and that's what's coming here. And they're doing it from the inside. They're doing it through mass formation psychosis. They've already done it through academia. And, and once that happens, you know, offer, you know, here's the, you know, create the problem and then offer the solution. This is textbook dictatorship. This is textbook Nazi Germany. And, you know, I'm going to detour a little here. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the mass formation psychosis, which is a really long word to say. Or phrase, rather. One interesting thing that I got brought to my attention the other day was a theory. And, and I'm a conspiracy theorist, for sure. Um, I don't, most, I, I'll go as far as to say a lot of what I talk about on my podcast is not really a conspiracy theory. It'll be looked at as one, but when you really dig into some of the stuff, uh, some of the documents, some of the proof, some of the stuff, it's not really a conspiracy theory. I'm just, you know, you're kind of looking at stuff and going, hey, what, what's this about? Like, why why is this so in your face? And how do you explain that? Oh, nobody explains that. Oh, they don't have to explain that. Oh, and I'm supposed to not be a conspiracy theorist. I see. So, it's, you know, this isn't this isn't gay frogs or anything like that. But I find it odd that nobody wants to question, you know, what, you know, think Nazi Germany, right? Think World War II. You know, there was Operation Paperclip and, and a handful of other, you know, secret operations where once the Nuremberg trials were over, you know, a lot of those Nazi scientists, you know, of course, it was like a fucking, it was like a scientific draft for scientists out of, out of you know, because a lot of the stuff, I mean, these were scientists that had intensive research on a lot of stuff that were doing a lot of crazy work. And apparently we destroyed all the negative stuff they were doing. They were doing, you know, human pig chimeras and, you know, human animal hybrids, which they're now doing again today. Another thing pointing back at World War II and Nazi Germany that can parallel to today. But nevertheless, um, Somebody had a theory that the Nazis didn't actually lose the war and that the Nazis had always worked at a high, highly sophisticated scientific level, which is kind of the amount, the kind of type of tyranny that we're facing today in the scientific community, the medical community, too. And uh, the theory was, what if they turned themselves in? Right. And it's like, that's crazy. A lot of them were put to death. It's like, no, no, no. Maybe that was an accepted part of the plan in martyr style, right? That was intense warfare going on in those times. And the Nazi Germany uh, regime was very sophisticated, scarily sophisticated, like what we're seeing today from globalists who are orchestrating, you know, today's events with COVID and, you know, the Bilderberg group and, you know, Klaus Schwab and, you know, the Davos group and all that, which again, prior podcasts if you want to learn about those groups you know but it's an interesting thought to think that maybe the nazi you know orchestrators were not taken down but given you know an opportunity in a different country and use that to gain power to then try to build the same type of regime it parallels way too much today and it's not the same motive you know it it's different, but it's sophistic. It's more sophisticated now. Now it's more out of our hands, out of our control. And now it's something we trust. It's medical, right? Nobody ever would have saw this coming. I can't say that enough. It's the perfect storm. So, I don't know. I thought that was a fun little thing to think about and ponder on. I thought about it for like a week straight, and it really was like interesting to me. A, that I'd never considered that, and B... You know, that would make sense. You look at a lot of these guys, um, you know, your George Soros, your Klaus Schwab, these people all have, 
you know, Nazi ties, German ties. You know, you follow their bloodlines and it gets a little interesting. But nevertheless, um, we were talking about mass psychosis formation. Mass formation psychosis. Now I can't say it. Um, and Google's not here to help. Of course. So, yeah, we, again, here's the, you know, create the problem. We know where the virus came from. We know this virus was cooked up from Fauci and all his lunatics, all his mad scientists. You know, the email delete, you know, the deleted emails, you know, the emails we did see that weren't deleted. You know, the the trial, you know, the Senate hearings about gain of functions where Fauci straight up said to Congress that we did not, that the NIH did not do gain of function research, nor did they approve it. And we have proof otherwise. We have documents and emails saying otherwise. We have NIH officials saying otherwise. So we know that they created this virus. They had approval for these vaccines years before this virus even was known. All these things you could go look up and find. Nothing gets done about it. It's really, really scary. And that's them creating the problem. Okay, they already have the solution. All they had to do is roll it out. They've been trying to roll out this mRNA technology for a long time. And and before COVID, we never would have approved it. And then all of a sudden, we magically get emergency use for it. And everyone has to take it. Or you're, or you're an anti-vaxxer. You're a racist or whatever. Which I, I'm really excited to get to this story about Trudeau calling the uh, unvaxxed racists. You know, we're about the 40 minute mark, so we got time. But I, you know, I find it fascinating that that theory about mass formation psychosis, because again, we are, we're hit with, with training all day, train you to stay in your home, train you to be scared, train you to listen to the government, train you to take your vaccines. You know, we, here's the COVID's the problem that's never going away, which they seem to celebrate, you know, masks are never going away. The mask is the mask is really the symbol for the cult, right? The corporate dictator, you know, progressive, satanic cult that is running the show. They're running the show. And I'm hearing more and more prominent people in news media call this out to the point where now it, it's, I think it's safe to say it's not a theory. I think it's safe to say that it's it, this is a reality, whether or not you know whether or not you see it as as bad as other people see it. It's a thing. It's a reality, and we need to face that reality. We're never going to overcome it, and one day you're going to wake up and and you know communist China. It'll be here. But nevertheless, let's move on to Trudeau. Um, and again, the mass formation psychosis, I recommend you go watch that Joe Rogan interview. Um, I believe Infowars, um, also did an interview with Dr. Malone that kind of goes more into the globalists, of course, the cabal side of things within the medical community. But if you just want to hear about the mass formation psychosis and, you know, some of these things about, you know, revolving around the vaccine, some of these rumors and questions you have, I recommend you check that out. Um, so let's check out this headline. It says Canadian P uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, unvaccinated people are, quote, racists. <laughs> um, I can't wait to read about this. Okay, so I'm going to read some quotes. It says, we're going to end this pandemic by proceeding with the vaccination. Uh, we all know who are deciding whether or not they are willing to get vaccinated. And we will do our very best to try to convince them. Uh, illegal. However... There is still a part of the population that is fiercely against it. They do not believe in science slash progress and are very often misogynistic and racist. <laughs> Where's that connection? Uh, it's a very small group of people, but that doesn't shy away from the fact that they take up some space. <laughs> wow. What a guy. Uh, this leads us as a leader in a country to make a choice. Do we tolerate these people? Over 80% 80, over 80 of the population of Quebec have done their duty by getting the shot. They're obviously not the issue in this situation. Um, wow, that is a lot to unpack, isn't it? I, I had not read this prior to doing the podcast, and I'm in kind of I'm kind of blown away. 
Think about the way that that's worded. This is the Prime Minister of Canada. This, I mean, this is this guy's got pictures of him in blackface, and he's not even, you know, he's not even canceled. Blackface, dude. <laughs> and we got to hear this shit from this guy. And that this is the stuff that I'm afraid is really gonna end up eating into our country. It's so close. And you know, Trudeau worships uh, Xi Jinping of China. He worships communist China. You know, he's he's on record said, you know, oh we. You know, talking about Canada, we you know we need to mimic that model. We we should be more like China. He says that this is a, this is real. Um. So think about that. Think about the way he words that. That really bothers me. Where's that part of that really bothered me? Um. It says uh, blah 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 blah. First of all, let's talk about that first sentence. This little portion here is really alarming. They don't believe in science or progress and are very often misogynistic and racist. I want to know where those stats are. Excuse me. I want to know what the connection is between being misogynistic, racist, or whatever other fun terms they use these days. And I love this story at the bottom. Uh, this is This one's also... No. I don't know where this is coming from. It says, these libtards only have one trick. Scream racist and hope you just cover and curl into a ball. And you know, that's as true as ever. You know, uh, so that's just ridiculous. The next, He goes on to say, it's a very small group of people, which is not true. I'm, I'm hearing this a lot when I listen to the news media. I'm hearing this a lot where, you know, even Trump said that, which I find to be kind of alarming. You know, it's a small group. You know, it's a small group of people. It's not a small group of people. I don't think as many people in this country, in the United States, has been vaccinated that they say has been vaccinated. I don't think it's that many people. You know, I talk to a lot of people on a daily basis. You know, I work in uh, customer service. Um, I work in the food business. You know, I talk to a lot of people. And I... I, you know, it's not just a, hey, are you vaccinated? But, you know, it ends up coming up a lot. And I don't meet a lot of vaccinated people. So the numbers don't really make much sense to me. And is that including all the boosters? Because, again, you're never really vaccinated. So, and, you know, I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't really buy that. But it, anyways, it says that doesn't shy away from the fact that they take up some space. Jesus Christ, guys. Take up some space. I mean, this is the level of disrespect that us as people, and, and, and he's not, you know, in charge of the United States. You know, it really doesn't even matter to me. But this is this is a global attitude that we're seeing. And it isn't really much better from our public officials. I mean, think about it. Think about Biden in the, in the, the nonsense that comes out of his mouth. You know, oh, it's going to be a dark and... It's going to be a dark winter filled with death and hospitalizations from the unvaxxed. The pandemic of the unvaxxed. That's the president. You know, that's the president. That, that's the message you're sending out to your people who don't trust this vaccine. That's your solution. So I find that fun. I'm not really sure how racism can tie into not wanting to get a vaccine. Because I'll tell you right now, it has nothing. If it, racism plays zero to, to no role in my life unless I'm being facetious unless I'm, I'm having a sense of humor or I'm making jokes which isn't allowed but I live my life the way I want to live my life still I recommend you guys do the same um, alright so what, what else we got here I don't have anything else uh, we can chat I uh I w- I'm gonna I'm gonna say though this is not I mean we hell we could talk about January 6th if you want to, um, I had a story pulled up, Mr. Newt Gingrich, the former Speaker of the House. I don't know if you guys are a fan. Let's read this story. It says former House Speaker Newt Gingrich appeared on the Ingram Angle on Thursday night where he shared his insights regarding how Speaker Pelosi should have prepared for the Capitol riot. Um, I wonder if this will cover the part about Trump. Gingrich claimed Pelosi failed her Capitol Hill colleagues, telling Fox News host Laura Ingram that the lawmaker from San Francisco should have made sure there would be adequate police protection when members of Congress 
convened to certify the results of the 2020 election. So I don't know if it's going to cover this, but I will say I know that Trump and they're investigating him, trying to subpoena him at every turn. But I know that Trump asked for at least 10,000 National Guard troops to be in Washington on the 6th. Um, in case, you know, cause, cause he knew what kind of crowd was going to be there. He knew how large of a crowd was coming because, uh, he knows what we, what everyone else in that crowd thought that the election and, and does Trump think that the election was illegitimate? Of course, but I, he should be allowed to think that. I don't think he sparked that out of everybody. Everybody saw what they saw on their own. Um, and that's why that large of a crowd showed up there, you know, so Trump knew that was going to happen. And, you know, whether or not they find him guilty of inciting that, uh, that's that's on them, I guess. I think it's a sham committee um, that's rigged. I think Adam Schiff is a, a pussy. Um, excuse my language, but I think he is a coward. A sh- uh, he's a fraud um, and doesn't need to be on that committee and, and has been caught lying and fabricating text messages, um, you know, on record. So... The investigation is, as a whole is a sham, but I don't know whether or not he incited that, and that's, that's a different debate, but what I do know is he, as president, requested National Guard to be there that day, and Nancy Pelosi denied that on the, on the guise of bad political visual, bad optics, I believe is what she called it, and, and you know, what, what difference... You know, if you paid attention to January 6th, which I feel like most people didn't, I feel like not a lot of people even know about that. They probably do now because the news is going to paint it like the biggest fucking thing that happened since 9-11, which they've exactly done. It's so funny, by the way. And disrespectful, right? Disrespectful to people that had, you know, in New York that had experienced 9-11. And God forbid they make the Pearl Harbor comparison one more time. You know, (laughs) that's insane. But... You know, January 6th is the only, is really the only topic that's gotten me banned off of shit. Um, That and Donald Trump support. But I've had pretty much every episode of my podcast that I've talked about the January 6th uh, Capitol incident. um, Every one of those I've posted have been deleted or flagged or something on YouTube. They all get fact checked and, you know, it's pretty insane. But, uh, so yeah, I'm going to be careful how much I fucking talk about with it, but I'm going to read a little bit of this before we get out of here. This is from a uh, former speaker, Newt Gingrich. Um, he says, well, I think she's the person talking about Pelosi, uh, who's most responsible for what happened. It was her job to ensure that there was adequate police. And if they didn't have, Oh, and that's another thing too, is that not only was the national guard assistance denied, but like half of the Capitol Police were put on traffic duty that day. You know, that you want to compare it to 9-11, that's a fucking stand-down order. Um, where was I? It was her job to ensure that there was adequate police, and if they didn't have adequate police, it was her job to ensure the National Guard was there. So a lot of this, I think, is a dance by the Democrats who don't want us to look very closely at what actually happened. If you'll notice, the political committee they've created is, in fact, only looking for political things, which is true. I've said uh, it's mostly Democrats. Uh, they're not looking uh, radical ones, by the way, like Liz Cheney. It's just hilarious. Uh, they're not looking at the various ringleaders who have been not been arrested, uh, which I'm about to talk about. They're not looking at a lot of the details about whether or not the FBI was involved as provocateurs. Also, I'm about to talk about. We know, for example, in Michigan that the FBI was deeply involved in creating the entire project to kidnap the governor, talking about Governor Whitmer, um, which on record the FBI plotted a fake kidnapping assassination on her. That is real. Like, that happened. That's, that's so insane. Um, and I think we're look with January 6th, I think we're looking at a huge version of that. Excuse me. Um... Kidnap the governor and then pretend it was being done by white nationalists when in fact all the leading figures were FBI activists. So there's reason to question everything about what happened on January 6th. He goes on um, again, as a former speaker, I was deeply offended that nobody would 
do what they did on the Capitol grounds, but as a former speaker, I was also really offended that the current speaker, Pelosi, failed so totally in her job, which was to make sure this didn't happen. Um, so, a lot of good points there from Mr. Gingrich. Um, and, and one thing, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say about January 6th is that he mentioned provocateurs. Well, provocateurs is, a, is, is becoming a big problem. You know, they're starting to infiltrate certain patriot groups, certain militia groups, which however you feel about militias in America is your opinion. Um, I believe in it. I believe in it for the right reasons. Um, I believe that the that what happened on January 6th was a protest. I believe it was a rally. I believe that it was legal, lawful. I believe 90% of people that were there um, were law-abiding citizens trying to have their voice heard, which... You know, this is all following a very long summer of, you know, mostly peaceful riots that burned down the entire city. Um, again, mostly peaceful. Um, a fucking joke, that is. So, you know, I believe this was mostly peaceful. I believe a, I believe a handful of FBI provocateurs, Antifa provocateurs, who I think probably have FBI ties. They've, they've had history of being planted before. I think, well, I keep saying I think there's a lot of video of this, guys. You can just go find it. It just depends where you try to go look for it. You know, but, you know, you see the same faces trying to break the same shit in different videos, trying to get people involved. And, you know, we're going in the Capitol, you know, that, that guy from Antifa. We're going to burn this shit down. All on video. And they're all putting on Trump stuff and trying to blend in. Um, and there's so much video proof of this. And I really have faith in our system that maybe we can point this out and be realistic about how deep our FBI is involved in trying to set up Americans who are, you know, second amendment advocates, patriots, you know, American pop, uh, populists who are now being painted as the enemy of the state. It's, it's quite insane. And, you know, that's, that's as far as I'm going to go on it. You know, a lot of, a lot of good people were there. A couple of morons convinced a, a little bit bigger of a group of morons who were strong Q supporters and, and you know, I have a take on Q, you know, QAnon that I've covered in previous podcasts. You're welcome to go check it out. Uh, but that's it, guys. Uh, again, thanks for listening, um, checking it out. You know, do your research, look into this shit, get the word out there. Um, we're living in some crazy times, and uh, this is the way to get it out. Share the messages. It don't got to be me. It don't got to be, you know, whoever you listen to, anybody, anybody getting the word out there. Um, that a lot of this is a fraud and they can ban me wherever they want. And that's why, you know, I'm, my podcast wraps right up. I don't have much plugs, you know, I, I used to have a long list of plugs, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, I don't have any of that anymore. You know, they've taken all that from me. And to be honest with you, I'm straight liberated, <laughs> straight liberated. I feel fantastic ever since, you know, ever since I don't have to get up and get on Facebook immediately. And scroll and, and read these insane, insane liberal takes on, on certain topics. And, and I, I would feel compelled to comment. Feel compelled to get into an argument. So so not having that in my life every morning has been fantastic. Getting to wake up, get a cup of coffee, live my life, go to work. It's great. It's not, you know, I don't, you know, I don't need that toxic vo- void filled. It's good. Um, so, yeah, I don't have any of that shit. But do go check out the podcast on Spotify, Apple, um, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Anchor.fm. Anything else? Anywhere you can get the podcast, honestly. Any, in any podcast streaming site, you'll find us there. It's Apocalypse Live. And uh, we do have a YouTube channel. Um, also under Apocalypse Live, you can check it out. It's got, you know, no full episodes really, but there's a lot of clips. Um, I have, you know, it's me sending a big fuck you to YouTube. They, they constantly flag and, and fact check my videos. Um, and I could fact check their fact check. So it's a fraud, but I, you know, go check it out. It's got a lot of clips, short stuff. You don't have a whole hour of your time to kill. Maybe you could check out the smaller stuff and it, you know, covers more specific topics. Um, but yeah, go subscribe there. Go check shit out. 
Um, I do have a project coming up soon. Um, my good friend Aaron um, is hopefully going to be joining me on this podcast starting soon, probably in the next month or two. And we'll be switching over to doing it via Zoom. Um, I will still be uploading the audio podcast to the streaming sites for the audio version. But I will have a video version available as well. And it'll just be a Zoom show with myself and Aaron. And we'll, you know, same same show, same type of thing. Um, and I appreciate your patience. If you do like the show and listen on a regular basis, I took a lot of time off, as I've done plenty of times in the past. Um, but we're back. We're live. We're doing it. Um, what better time? And uh, be looking for the shows. Uh, it won't be every Monday or Tuesday like it used to be, but they will be popping up regularly. Um, and so will the clips on YouTube, so make sure you check it out. Um, yep, great show. I appreciate it. Um, and I will see you guys next week. Go check it out.